Welcome to the Jumpstart Your Instructional Design Career Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping new and aspiring instructional designers get the knowledge, skills, and confidence to stand out in the field and land their first corporate instructional design job. I'm your host, Jill Davidian, and think of this podcast as a way to put my over 20 years of corporate ID experience in your back pocket. I've helped over 500 new instructional designers successfully transition into the field, and I know what hiring managers are looking for. Whether you're looking for a career change and exploring if instructional design is right for you, or you know you want to become an ID and have no idea how to get started, you are in the right place. Join me each week for actionable guidance as we explore how to build your portfolio, transform your resume, and interview with confidence. Hello, and welcome back to the Jumpstart Your Instructional Design podcast. So it is officially June and summer has begun. I know for many of you educators who are waiting for school to be over, hopefully you are out of school or maybe ending very soon. And hopefully you've got some fun things planned and also that you're able to take some time this summer to really make progress and move forward on your instructional design goals. I know this is a great time where you can shift gears and start thinking about what's next. I know sometimes it's hard to do that when the school year is going on. And so hopefully you're going to have some time to do that. But first, get some rest and relaxation in with your family and for yourself before kind of diving in and really making progress to get closer to becoming an instructional designer. What I want to talk about today are job titles. Now, this is a topic that comes up a lot because a lot of times it's confusing when you're looking for instructional design jobs. You may not know what to search for. You may maybe just search for instructional design when you're, say, on Indeed or LinkedIn or any of these job search sites. But then you see all these different job titles pop up and you don't know if they are just another way of saying an instructional designer, if it's really the same thing, or if it's really a totally different job. And you also want to know what are the keywords and things you should be looking for when you're searching for an instructional design job so you don't miss things. Like, are there other titles you should be searching for and all of that? And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. I want you to know what to search for when you're looking for instructional design jobs so that all the correct titles pop up. And I also want you to be able to interpret what all of these different titles mean so you're not applying for the wrong type of job. All right, so we'll start with the obvious. You know that if you are looking for an instructional design job, the most obvious title is an instructional designer, right? That's the one that is going to come up the most. And when you're searching for that, you can search for instructional designer altogether, or you can just search for instructional design. I like to start with instructional design because any job title that uses the term instructional design is going to come up. And so sometimes there are some obscure titles or other titles that companies use. They like to be cute and call their job something a little bit different, but it really does use instructional design. And so if you just search for the term instructional design, you're going to get a lot of different job titles and things that use that term. But of course, the most common one that's going to come up is instructional designer. Now, the other one that is super common in this space is e-learning developer. Sometimes e-learning is hyphenated, so it's e-learning, and then other times you'll just see it where it's e-learning with no hyphen. And sometimes when you're searching, different results come up when you do either one, so you're going to want to take a look at both. Now, what is the difference between an instructional designer and an e-learning developer? In some cases, there may be no difference. In other cases, there may be a big difference. 
Typically, an e-learning developer focuses on the development side of instructional design. So they are the ones that are actually building the modules. And this is all e-learning, which means it is all asynchronous. These are the online modules that you build in tools like Storyline and Rise. And if you're not familiar with that, I have other episodes where I talk about these different tools and I talk about the whole instructional design process. But typically, this is where you're actually building the module. And so you have to know how to create interesting interactions, how to make it um, interactive for the learner, how to make sure that you're using visual design and all of that. And so it's much more focused on bringing the design that's making sure it's really instructionally sound, bringing that to life. So some companies, they actually separate design and development. So that means that they have someone who is doing the design, making sure that the learning flows, making sure that it's the right level for the audience, making sure that the objectives are met. All of those things are done by one person. And then another person is that person that's actually building it, actually building that module that knows the software. And so that would be that e-learning developer, whereas the person who's doing the design on the front end would be an instructional designer. Now, for a lot of companies, The term instructional designer is actually a blanket term where you do both. You do all of it, all the way from the very beginning when you start gathering the requirements and talking to the subject matter experts and the stakeholders to figure out who your audience is and what your learning objectives will be and what the learning solution is, all the way through designing it, developing it, all that. And if you want more on that overall process, you can listen to the episode on how the instructional design process is like building a house. And I go into more detail about that. But... Typically, instructional designers often do all of it. And so this has been a more recent thing, probably in the last 15 years or so, because it used to be that they really did silo and split it out and have someone doing design and someone doing development. But in more recent years, it often is somebody doing the whole process. Now, companies are going to do it differently. You still have some companies where they split it out and many companies where they don't. So this is what gets a little bit confusing. Often, if you have an e-learning developer position, that is a company that splits it out. And so there's somebody else doing design. Often. That doesn't mean that's always true. An e-learning developer may do design. It's possible. But usually, pretty much everything that they're doing is e-learning. Because remember, as instructional designers, we can create other forms of learning as well using other delivery methods. But in this case, this particular company or this particular position is only creating e-learning and may do some design, but probably not a whole lot. Whereas the instructional designer title could just do design and hand things off to an e-learning developer, or they could do the whole thing. So instructional designer titles often are the entire process, but not always. Whereas e-learning developer titles usually just have development, if that makes sense. So instructional designer titles are typically the catch-all for everything with relation to instructional design, whereas e-learning developers are a little bit more specific. So if you find that you really enjoy the development aspect more than you enjoy the design aspect, so maybe you're not really super excited about creating storyboards and really looking at, you know, it's kind of similar to lesson plans, right? Looking at the learning flow and all of that. Maybe you just want to get in the tools and start building things and creating interactions and doing more of the text type of thing. That would be an e-learning developer. Now, if you enjoy all of it, you can just be an instructional designer and, and get hired at a company where you're doing everything from start to finish. 
And so those are the two most common titles. Now, when I was searching for jobs, when I was still actively job searching, I would look for both. You don't have to choose one. You can look for both and get a job, whichever one comes up, because I liked both. I liked design and development. And so I didn't really care what the job title was, as long as it included one or both of those. Now, there's another job title that you will see come up, and that is called a learning experience designer. And so this is a more recent title that has come up in the last few years, and it really is pretty much the same thing as an instructional designer. You will have some people debate and say that it's not, and it really has different focus and all of that. But really, to be honest, I think it's really just like a buzzword and kind of a catchy go-to job title. It's not really new anymore. It's been around for a few years now, but it's really not that much different. And so that's another job title that you can add when you're searching for job titles that's going to be in that same ballpark. So typically those three are going to be the most common that you're going to see in this field. Instructional designer, e-learning developer, and learning experience designer. Now, I want to talk through some other titles that are typically not instructional design, but they might be. So sometimes companies decide they want to get fancy and try to create a different title that describes what they do, and it may or may not be instructional design. It might be something a little bit different, usually within the training or the learning realm, but it may not actually be instructional design. And so if you see these titles, you just have to look a little closer into the job description to see what's actually happening here to make sure that it does talk about designing or developing learning. And they do mention the different tools and things like that if you do want to work in e-learning. So one of those titles is training specialist. Now, training specialist typically used to be a trainer, meaning it was somebody who actually stood up in front of the room to train people in person. So this would be called instructor-led training and maybe nowadays virtual instructor-led training. But there's not as many trainers out there as there used to be. And so sometimes when you see that job title, it actually is an instructional designer. So you have to take a little bit of a closer look. But if it's not an instructional designer, it may be an actual trainer where you may actually be doing some training, which means it's not e-learning. It's going to be instructor-led or virtual instructor-led training. It's just not as common anymore because most companies are only doing e-learning these days, or at least the majority of what they do is e-learning but occasionally you will see that come up as well. So that one, you just have to look a little bit closer. You also might see a title called learning specialist, and it's really the same thing. You're going to have to look closer because it's kind of a catch-all title to see what do they actually do? Are they an instructional designer or are they a trainer? Or maybe doing something else entirely, but usually it's one of those two. Another one that you may see is a curriculum specialist. Now, typically this title comes up more in education So if you see that and you're looking to get a job in corporate, which is what we focus on in this podcast, typically corporations will not call their instructional design jobs a curriculum specialist. One of the clues is that if you see the word curriculum, it's probably an education-based job, could be higher ed, maybe K through 12, somewhere in the learning realm, but not quite in corporate usually. Definitely want to take a look to see for sure. Another one that comes up, and this is really specific to higher ed, is instructional technologist. So if you see an instructional technologist job title, almost always that is in higher ed, that's like the higher ed equivalent of instructional designers in corporate. And so some higher ed institutions, 
Some universities will call instructional designers instructional designers. That will be the job title. Others will call it an instructional technologist. And so these people work with the faculty to help bring their courses online, to help improve the way they teach online, all of those kinds of things. But it kind of falls into the instructional design realm in higher ed, which is very different than what we do in corporate. But you may see that title come up. Now, you also may see the title of trainer or facilitator. And just know that a trainer or a facilitator is not an instructional designer. And so, like I said before, training specialist could be a trainer or facilitator, or you could just see trainer facilitator as the actual job title, one of those two. So these positions are actually training people, whether in person or virtually. They're not behind the scenes like instructional designers typically are, creating learning that either somebody else is going to train or that's going to be completely online. So a trainer means you actually are training people. You're probably not designing the learning. You may be doing both. You may be designing learning that you're going to be delivering, but typically no e-learning is involved, no storyline, no rise, nothing like that if you get a trainer or facilitator position. If you like talking to people, being in front of people, engaging them, you know, all of those kinds of things, like you actually don't want to be behind the scenes, it might be something to look into. I will say these positions are not quite as common, but they do exist. The last one I want to mention is a training coordinator. Now, I want to mention this one because it is not an instructional designer in any form. It is also not a trainer or facilitator, but it comes up a lot. When you type in instructional design as a keyword, even instructional designer as a keyword, you will find training coordinator jobs that will pop up because of the different responsibilities and and things within the job description. A training coordinator is typically kind of like an assistant, maybe like an administrative assistant or virtual assistant that is helping out in a training department. So often there's a lot of logistics types of things that you have to take care of, especially if there's more in-person training going on. It's not quite as common as as much with e-learning. But it's more kind of taking care of maybe the administrative things, the logistics, maybe some of the tech things, like behind the scenes. But it is not somebody designing and developing training. These jobs typically pay less. Some people start looking at that because they want to use it as like an entry point to get in the door. But a training coordinator is not going to pay as much as an instructional designer and is not doing the same thing. Now, I did say that was going to be the last one, but I just thought of another one that is a common one that you might see come up that is related, and that is an LMS administrator or a learning management system administrator. So LMS stands for learning management system, and this is somebody who actually manages the learning management system that houses all of the e-learning courses. And so if you think about when you have asynchronous or online learning that all of the employees of an organization have to take, or at least a good part of them have to take, That has to somehow be managed, that we have to know who's taking them, who passed it, who didn't take it for compliance reasons and all those kinds of things. And so all of that is housed in a learning management system. Now, the learning management systems that corporations use are very different than the ones that are used in education. You don't build courses inside the learning management system. You upload courses to them. And that is a different conversation in terms of how all of that works. But just know that when you see a job posting for an LMS administrator, you are working specifically in the LMS with the running reports and uploading courses and all of those kinds of things. You are not designing 
instruction, you're not doing instructional design, you're not designing e-learning, you're not developing it, you're not using Storyline or Rise, anything like that if you are an LMS administrator. Now, sometimes they will try to rope an LMS administrator role into an instructional design position. So you will see a job posting for an instructional designer, but they also want you to do LMS administration. So you might have some LMS administration duties as an instructional designer, maybe if it's a smaller company and you wear multiple hats, but you're not going to have instructional design duties as an LMS administrator, if that makes sense. So hopefully this helps you to have a better understanding of all the different job titles that are out there. When you're searching for instructional design jobs, like I said, I would search for instructional design with no ER at the end. That's going to give you the wide spectrum of jobs that will come up in this field, but you can also search instructional designer altogether. You can search e-learning developer. You can search e-learning development. If you're interested in doing development with Storyline, sometimes I will search for articulate storyline because that will show me if there are jobs that use storyline. If that's something that you're skilled in, you may want to search for that because maybe the job title is something completely different, but they use storyline or you might type in articulate rise. And so that's something that I would also type in as well. One last thing I want to address about job titles is the whole idea of senior versus junior versus the titles that have nothing in front of them. So say you see a job posting for a senior instructional designer. Maybe you see one for just instructional designer, nothing in front of it. Or you see one that says junior instructional designer. What does that all mean? When do you go from being a junior to a nothing in front of the title? Or can you always apply for one that doesn't have anything in front of the title? Do you need to apply for a junior? And then when do you become a senior? I will say that honestly, none of those titles really matter all that much. So when you are applying for jobs, sometimes a senior instructional designer will have just a couple years of experience or a regular instructional designer with no senior or junior at the front of it might have 10 years of experience. There really is no specific time when you move from junior to senior or anything in between. In my program, Applied Instructional Design Academy, we have had people who have been hired as senior instructional designers. And that often is because going through a nine-month program where you're really, really focusing on learning instructional design and e-learning development in depth really puts you ahead of the pack. So you have a portfolio that basically replaces a couple of years of experience. But even then, these people don't have any actual formal instructional design experience working for a company. They've just really learned really well and created a great portfolio and sometimes are hired as senior instructional designers. So don't just write off job postings that maybe say that they're senior instructional designers because you never know. You don't have to apply for something that says junior. And in fact, there's very few jobs that are juniors. A lot of them have nothing in front of them. It just says instructional designer or e-learning developer and then nothing in front of it. That's the majority. But don't think that you have to look for those or even look for ones that are junior. If you feel like you're really solid in the skills that you have learned and you really have done the work, Obviously, if you haven't done any work and you just want to start applying straight out of your transition from another field and you haven't put together a really solid portfolio, et cetera, that's a different story. If you have put that together and you're really feeling good about your skills, there are people that don't have a ton of experience that are hired as senior instructional designers. Even when job postings are asking for five years of experience and you don't have that. 
there are people, at least I've seen it in my program that have been hired with jobs asking for that level of experience. I know my very first corporate instructional design job, I was working for Discover Card, the credit card company, and they hired me as a senior instructional designer. It was my first corporate instructional design job. I had worked in instructional design in higher ed, but this was my first corporate job and they hired me as a senior. So those job titles really don't mean anything. And I would just apply if it sounds interesting and see what happens. All right. So I hope this was helpful for you and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Jumpstart Your Instructional Design Career podcast. I hope you've gained valuable insights that will help you on your instructional design journey. Did you have a moment of clarity? Maybe you have some additional questions. Let's discuss in my Facebook group, which can be found in the description below and in the show notes at learningstrategyanddesign.com slash podcast. If you love the show and want to hear more, follow the podcast and give me a rating and review. Let me know if there's a specific topic you'd like me to cover or a guest you'd like me to have on the show. You can also check out more resources for breaking into instructional design on my website, learningstrategyanddesign.com. Stay tuned next week as I bring you more tips, tools, and strategies to jumpstart your instructional design career.